Good morning, and welcome to episode 50 of the Sunday Conversation Podcast. Presented by Loyalty Liquors, sitting across from me in New Haven, Connecticut, Aaron Taylor, his co-pilot, Sasha, and me, Ben Schoenberger. Um... I was trying to do some like weird um, movie trailer guy voice. Yeah, yeah. How did I do? <laughs> oh, pretty good. I uh, I still I still laugh every time that you open us up here. Um, I thought it was an excellent movie trailer voice guy, and uh, I would just like to mention before we go any further that I am ten uh, percent of the way to my Rolex. Uh, he one of the only reasons I continue to do this podcast, other than seeing your face every week, is. Ben and I have a deal. We get to episode 500. He's buying me a Rolex. So 10% of the way there, baby. Let's go. Well, he's right. And uh, <laughs> it is pretty, I actually, I, I flipped onto the, uh, to my phone this morning because I had to double check that last episode was 49. It's pretty cool, dude. We're two weeks away from a year of, of nonstop, no weeks skipped, yeah. no days off. Um. It's awesome, man. It's this is the best therapy that I ever did have. It's I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy that it's been a year cuz it I mean, obviously with everything that that's happened in the last year, it's it's kind of flown by, but it doesn't feel like a fucking year. Like it feels like we started 3 weeks ago, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, totally, dude. And and what a fucking I mean, we've said this before on the pod our our one of our uh our infamous lines we've said it before but uh dude just what a year to have started a podcast are you we started a podcast on march 8th and then the coronavirus shutdown was march 16th (laughs) we had the idea march 1st we first episode was march 8th and then march 16th the entire world got shut down like I mean, talk about timing, huh? I mean, yeah, and it's not like you can't go back and, you know, listen to the episodes. Actually, have you ever – I, I want to go back and listen to episode one and see how bad it is, really. I, um, I, dude, I – you know what, though? Like, episode one, I think, is probably pretty bad, but the only, like, saving grace episode one has is that, A, we recorded it three times because we had, you know, no audio one time. I wasn't recording another time. I peed in the Gatorade bottle 17 <laughs> times. <laughs> so but the the, one of the things episode one kind of has going for it is like we you know had a little bit of practice and you know we had written a bunch of shit down to talk about that day i think the real bad ones are probably like four five six and like seven like that range you know where we like had no you just had no direction or idea what what was going on um but no i haven't gone back i was thinking about that the other day too um that's uh, like for a road trip yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I had a mutual friend reach out to me the other day, uh, Barkley. Shout out, be nuts. Um, and he was Dude, like, Barkley. I, Barkley was like, my first year of travel hockey. We played. Were you on that? The might it was like might it was might a dude. Barkley was like the tiniest little fucking human being, but he just he was, fucking was a water bug. Yeah. And uh, I'll never forget little Barkley fucking sitting next to me and dude we had a fucking i mean still great friendship but he dude barkley was my line mate from the age of like 11 until like i was a senior in high school and there was like two years where he played defense in between and that was it when when we weren't line mates i mean i was him and or myself and that kid were were fucking inseparable love that kid but he texted me the other day and he's like yeah i've listened to like 10 episodes of the sunday conversation in a row and I was thinking to myself, like, dude, how bad are some of those fucking episodes back there? Like, like I feel pretty good about probably the last, I don't know, 20, 25 that we've put out that they've been, you know, like consistent quality level. But you go back to some of those early ones. <laughs> I remember sitting there editing them and I'm like, I don't even know if we should put this out. I'm like, well, fuck it. We're not going to record another one. So we'll just fucking do it. But I mean, you know, it's all practice and learning. And, you know, now we've got. 50 fucking hours of doing this under our belt that's a whole work week baby with overtime um but uh how how was your week good i got a problem with amazon 
again. You do? Dude, that's funny you mentioned that because I was literally scrolling through my Amazon purchases. Dude, you're not going to believe this because I fucking told you about it. I don't know, probably a couple weeks ago, I was like joking about my Bose headphones yep. are fucked up. I was like, oh, I want to buy a new pair and, and, and send them back, right? back, right? I fucking am looking through all my Amazon purchases, which is far too many, but I'm scrolling down and I bought the Asurion four-year protection plan for my fucking Bose headphones. Smart. $6.49. Good Dude, deal. I got them in 2018. Yep. I, it falls under it. Yep. So I fucking sent them an email and I logged on to the Asurion website. Yep. Sent them an email, said what happened. Their battery's not charging. And they sent me a return sl- or um, a return package slip or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll print the label, send these back, and they're going to send me a gift card. For the value of the headphones? For the value of the headphones. Well, I'm glad you're having such a positive experience, Ben. Um, <laughs> my experience is not nearly as positive, and I'm fucking... Well, I don't know who to aim my anger towards. Um, Aiming at me now. No, no, no. It's, it, listen, dude, because at the end of the day, you're talking what? $300 headphones? No, no, no. They were, they were the little ones. Like, oh, the earbuds? Well, yeah. I mean, even still, you know, I'm talking about $37 over here. But Wait, are we still talking the same? No, 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 no. Okay. Oh, shit, this is two, two different. This is a totally different issue that I didn't bring up the last time we talked about Amazon. And the thing is, is I don't know who's more at fault, Amazon or the postal service. And I just, as an aside, before I get into it, want to all you people who were like all pissed off about Trump wanting to uh, privatize mail uh, because you were so concerned about the postal service and everybody was sticking up for the postal service and, you know, all these poor mailmen and all blah, blah, blah. The postal service is maybe the worst government office that's ever fucking existed. They're brutal. I will get to why you look like you have something to say. Well, as an eBay seller, I'm good friends with the two post office workers down in Vernon. Well, this might be the last episode of the Sunday conversation we ever have then. No, but Aaron, remember the fucking fiasco I had where my, I sent the shit back and it went to fucking Kansas, then to New Jersey. Then, (laughs) then it went to Vermont. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, I, I don't, don't think I didn't mention it to them. Yeah, like, yeah. So there's, obviously there's some fucking yes, I'm with you, but I'm also trying to keep the good jujus. Yeah, all right, I get it. Listen, you you rely on them. I only you rely on them to to make sales. I only rely on them to get, you know, to receive things. So, this is the second time I've had this problem in 2 months. The first time I bought Sasha one of those like hammock dog beds, you know what I mean, the ones that are like raised up off the ground. Um they're awesome. And, you know, I was like 25 bucks on Amazon. I ordered it like a week before Christmas or so. And, you know, it's for the dog. So there's no, there's no rush on it. Nothing like that. Originally it says it's not coming for like two months. It was fine. Like I said, for the dog, I, you know, she doesn't care. So then like two weeks later, I get an email saying it's shipped and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It's on its way. Get the, you know, the, te- the uh, notification from the Amazon app. My package has been delivered. Cool. Go downstairs. And like my building, there's one place to drop off packages inside the front door. You know, you go inside the front door. The, fr- the first door is unlocked and the second door is locked to get into the building. But the mailman, mail person has a key because they, you know, leave packages inside the locked door. <laughs> go down there. No package go around, you know, to my couple of the couple businesses next door to my apartment, you know, Hey, is there any Amazon package? Nope. So they say it's delivered, never showed up 25 bucks. Go to Amazon's website, you know, Oh, we're not liable. It's on the third party carrier, blah, blah, blah. Call the postal service. You know, can't even get through it anyway. Fuck it. It's $25. It's not the end of the world. I end up buying her one at Cabela's the next time or Bass Pro Shops. The next time I'm there. Fast forward over the last probably month and a half, I've noticed that I haven't been getting any mail, which like, I don't really care. Cause there's nothing that comes in the mail that like I need, you know, you know I pay all my bills online. I get all my statements through my email. So it's not, it's not that big a deal, but 
I just happened to notice that it wasn't getting any mail. And then maybe about three weeks ago, I started to get all the mail for the kid who lives in apartment one. I live in apartment five. He lives in apartment one. The mailboxes are two rows of four, right? So my mailbox, number five, is the first one on the second row. For some reason, he keeps putting all of apartment number one's mail into my mailbox. So, you know, I take it out. I leave it on top of the mailbox for the kid who lives below me. I'm sure he sees it and grabs it because it's always gone. But I haven't gotten any mail, period. So, like, I don't know where my mail is going if it's not going into my mailbox and it doesn't seem to be going into anybody else's mailbox. So, I'm apparently just not getting mail. So, three days ago, I order, you know, some vitamins and supplements off of Amazon, the way I always do. You know, it's just time for the, you know, every two month refresh, you know, 37 bucks, whatever, get the notification they're delivered yesterday, nothing there again. And there is no way to get in touch with somebody to like get your money back or get the postal service to, you know, take care of it. So I'm either dealing with a disgruntled or stupid male person. And like now it's costing me money. And I didn't bring this up when we were talking about in the planned obsolescence episode, but uh, I'm getting boned here by the postal service, man. So I don't know why everybody was, you know, it, dude, so what quick if, to stick up for them. Are all the apartments in your building filled? No, only four. Okay. So this is the problem. He's putting your mail in a different fucking box and nobody in that box is vacant. Like nobody, nobody is, um, checking their mail so he's just right. stuffing it in this box and he's gonna keep doing it because there's a fuckload of shit in this box and he's like dude this guy's never gonna fucking check his mail and he's too fucking lazy to you know to go figure it out so he it's already dude it's in the box above you yeah but the problem is is that the the for the mail yeah totally but the packages the mailboxes are only big enough to fit you could probably fit 40 envelopes stacked so then neatly. You, not only that, but you also have a mail thief in your fucking building. Well, so I thought that as well. But then you got to set up a security cam. There is a security camera. It's, I mean, it's New Haven, bro. You got to have, don't forget, I had a homeless guy squatting in my old apartment. Did I ever tell that story on this podcast about the time? I don't know, but that's kind of <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I'll tell that story in a, a little later on in the episode about the time the homeless guy was squatting in the apartment underneath me for six weeks. Um, so that's what I thought too, Ben, but like there's stuff that like, so I, I try and do this, you know, maybe four or five times a year where when I have a ton of samples from work left over that I know I'm not going to use and I have no, you know, nothing to do with them. I just put them in a box down by the mailboxes and let, you know, let my neighbors take them. I put a box down there one time and nobody touched it for a week until I came back and put a sign on it that said like, you know, free courtesy of apartment five. And then, you know, 20 minutes later, they were all gone. So, you know, if, if I'm leaving stuff that's literally there to be taken and nobody's taking it, I don't know why anybody would take my creatine. You know what I mean? You're just trying to get swole, bro. I'm trying to get swole. Dude, dude honestly, the post office is doing themselves a, a favor because <laughs> had you gotten that creatine, you'd go down there and whoop some ass. I just go in there in a tank top and be like, who the fuck is taking my supplements, bro? Um, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I don't dude, know. Hey, that's that's tough, man. And it, as an eBay salesman, the other thing, though, is – Dude, once you fucking get to the post office and you get that fucking um, tracking number and boom, you plug that thing in, it's like, it's out of your hands, dude. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I guess there's, there's saving graces in I'm a dealing, way. The only reason I've been dealing with Amazon is because they're, they, between the two, they're easier to deal with. You know, the postal service is like, I mean, you can deal with them and they'd be like, you know, well, we're, you know, our record show it's delivered or whatever, but you know. I feel that I have more, um, I'll have more luck trying to get my money back out of Amazon. And here's the thing, Ben, I, I don't even care about the money. You know, it's whatever, 35, 37 bucks. It's not the end of the world, but like, how do I know that this isn't going to keep happening? Okay. Well then here's my thought to you, dude. For one, anytime you have to buy something serious, fucking ship it to someone's 
like ship it to your dad's house or something. Mm. Yeah. Like meaning if you're buying something expensive from now on, do that for certain because good call. You don't want to fucking deal with that. Yeah, Unfortunately, and, or start, start running some fucking test ops, you know, start buying some fucking $1 shit and, and seeing, mm, that's a good, you idea know, too. I'm buy a, a couple I'm, packs of gum off fucking Amazon. I'm going to put in a fucking sting. No, you know what it was is we had, I think we had a male, I think we had a male lady, like an older woman and she was great. We never had a problem for the first five months I lived here. And then they switched us to this dude in like his forties. And like, that's when everything started to go downhill. So I think I just got it. Yeah. My dad, my dad, uh, he, he's, he, he always knows when, cause he's got a veteran, uh, male person whom probably over the years, he's tipped thousands of dollars yeah. to, they've been like our male person for forever. And, uh, anytime there's a package, they, they walk it to the door. Like, you know, he mm. lives on a you know pretty main street. So they bring it to the door. Um, and then he always knows if there's like a sub on the mail run that day, cause they don't close the mailbox, yep. like all this random shit. So he's like, ah, oh, must've been, must've been someone else today. It's for so, sure, dude. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, and I get it. It's uh, like Newman and Seinfeld, you know, it, the mail, it never stops. It just always comes rain, sleet or snow. You got to deliver it. I, it, it's a type of job that would drive you nuts. I get it. But like, you know, I just also want my- a killer, killer, um like a secure killer job though you know oh yeah i told uh, our buddy sean stallman uh, usa hockey referee if you'd listen to the episode from maine and you want to hear about you know all the the problems that uh you know usa hockey refs go through on a on a weekly basis go go check that out but <laughs> i <laughs> was behind a mail truck the other day and it, he's i guess he's you know he's looking for a new job and uh, you know they all have we're hiring stickers on the back i was like dude you should go work for the postal service and maybe fucking government job pension you know retirement benefits government benefits like it's a fucking no-brainer yeah man um shit dude it's like it, it is crazy though because and i i as we were talking about this i, I kind of wanted to like backtrack man The whole you were talking about how you had ordered the thing for Sasha like right around Christmas time. Yep, dude. Obviously, so I sell stuff on eBay all year round, you know. So Mm. I I don't just like stop around you know the holidays. It is insane. It's insane, the traffic and all the shit going on. And then like obviously this year with the pandemic, there was all like the you know all because of the pandemic. The you know it's even slower but um it it really makes you for one it makes you realize just the consume like the holidays like prop up the consumer market you know what i mean it's like totally it's insane how much volume happens around that time which is just you know it's obviously almost like unfathomable every every industry too Right. You know, and it's just, it's completely, you know, so that there you have it. Like there's a line around the fucking block around the holidays to go, you know, mail something and then boom, J one hits and every day you go in there, there's not even one, you know, maybe one person in line. That's it. Just right in, right out. I got this one guy down here in Vernon. That's like, I, I don't know. Maybe I need to actually, because you know they always circle the, the the receipt and say, "Here's fill out the survey." Yep. This guy is fucking lightning. Like he is <laughs> lightning. I swear to God, he's trying to set a land speed record for every fucking <laughs> package that he ever sends out. Not not to mention, is he lightning? He has a line of miscellaneous coins along like the ledge of like the side of the checkout space. Yeah. So a lot of times, like just say it came out to 1195. Yep. He'll fucking grab a nickel. Like within Aaron, it's like, you got to almost watch it. He'll fucking grab a nickel, throw it in the fucking tray, whip out like whatever, I don't know the change. So he'll give you 
if you gave him 15 bucks or something, give you, you know what I mean? Back. He gives you three back. So like his like whole fucking system. It's like, I, like, I don't know, dude, it's, it's just awesome. Because then, then obviously there's like the other stories of like, you know, the pieces of shit that yeah. take fucking forever. Yep. Like, don't care about their job. And it's just like, dude, I, I don't know if he's like making a game with himself. Like, dude, I'm just going to go as fast as fucking possible. Get these people out. And then, you know what I mean? Then whatever. Then he just maybe dicks around on his phone or, or who knows. It's like, but he's making the, the process so efficient for himself that it's like, it's almost, it's like fun. But now, now he's like my buddy. So we, we shoot the shit. That right there, bad is why communism could never work, you know, for all, all you, uh, all of our commie listeners, you know, uh, the problem with communism is people don't always work as hard as each other. You know, so then you can't have, you can't be paying people the same thing to do, you know, the same work because like what you just said, you know, that dude works his ass off and like, you know, goes above and beyond. And then the person right next to him probably works half as hard, you know, but they're getting the same amount of money. Like what's fair about that? So communism can't work. And that's the reason why. And usually because there's some dictator who, you know, ends up murdering millions of people that goes along with it. But did we just solve a world problem? Or yeah, world well, issue you know, right here in the pod, probably, you know, listen, Ben, it's all the kids in their late teens, early twenties, the idealists that think communism could work. It's, you know, it's, they'll, they'll end up paying taxes one day and they'll realize that, uh, yeah, it just can't happen. But isn't it crazy though? Like the invent, like the invincible cloak that you wear up until whatever age it is that you're just <laughs> yeah, like, definitely. You know, like, Oh dude, I fucking rule the world. I can do anything I want. And then it's like, taxes over totally i i don't i don't remember like it was probably late teens early 20s but i vividly remember like getting into an argument with my dad about universal health care like dude they do it in fucking europe like we could definitely do it here we've got the infrastructure blah 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 blah. and now i'm 31 years old i'm like i'm not paying for anybody else's fucking health care what are you kidding (laughs) fucking don't even like pay for my own health care but there you have it so it's like the people who are trying to get that, it's like, oh, which demographic should we go after? Let's yeah. go fucking, you know, let's go. Oh, fucking A, man. Fucking A. So, anyways, that was how my week was. How was, uh, how was your week? Oh, dude. I mean, um, unfortunately, for, unfortunately, fortunately, I skied uh, Sunday and then Monday with my boy Chaz up in Vermont. And then Wednesday, and then uh, I I cross-country skied Thursday and yesterday, and I'm actually heading to Winding Trails uh, to see Uncle Scott and go cross-country skiing today. Man, what a life, you know? If you you ever want to listen to the (laughs) juxtaposition between having a full-time job and not having a full-time job, this this podcast is for you. Um, Yeah, dude. Well... I mean, hey, God bless you, man. You're free. You know, you're free. You don't need to have a job right now. And that's awesome. So I, I love it. I, listen, I would be, you, you know, for a fact that I would be doing the same goddamn thing if the tables were turned. So, um, but yeah, I do got to say, so I, I'm, it was probably the coolest experience I've had in quite some time. But on, uh, on Sunday night, I, w- I was up, I, I was hanging with, with uh, my boy, our boy, uh, Chaz Bogini. And um, so he got a snowmobile. Mm. And, uh, dude, he's got like a 75-foot a elastic tow rope. Oh. <laughs> so like a, like a, you know, like a boat, like you'd go. Yeah, like for like wakeboarding or whatever. Yeah. Exactly, dude. So they got this big field out in front of their yard. There's like 18 inches of fucking fresh powder. I put my skis on, my nice fat powder surfers. Dude, he starts whipping me around <laughs> on the snowmobile. And it felt like we were fucking up at that lake in Maine. Oh, no except shit. I was, I don't know, not water. I guess I was frozen water skiing. Like it was so fucking cool, dude. Because like you're just weaving yeah, behind. Right, right fresh pow and then he's just ripping you on a snowmobile and it's like a bungee cord so it's there's no like it wasn't like snapping my arms out of my socket at all 
So it was just like fucking. You guys should, it was, bu- should build a couple jumps, man. Do, well, do we trust me. That was on my mind, but uh, <laughs> you know, either way, it was it was pretty fucking sweet. So, um, definitely, I was I was like, oh, I felt like a little kid. I mean, that's like that, that's like shitty feeling. Yeah, you know? that's like the shit you do when you're in the fifth grade and you get you know you get your big for your first big snowstorm of the year. I mean, listen, man, I'm just you know I'm jealous. That's all. Chewbacca masks. Mine's not movie quality, <laughs> but even better. We got them when we're forty. <laughs> oh Christ! Yeah, uh, you know, I think I think that's fantastic, man. I'm stoked for you. You know, I really am. Um, yeah, but, uh, shit, dude. I mean, it's just the current, it's the current season. I'm, uh, I'm definitely, it's not really like building season outside. I'm definitely excited to like build some shit, obviously, but you know, I work hard during the summer so I can fuck around like this. So it's hey man, that's, that's not to mention, Hey, Hey, just another fucking reason to fucking dial in your fucking expenditures. Yep. Yep. Uh, exactly. Yeah, you can get to the point where you live like Ben, and and you know you only have to work half the year, and and that's, but that's the difference between being a skilled laborer and, you know, having just a nine to five. You know, skilled laborer, the more skilled you are, the more you can charge, the more you can make, the faster you can make your money. You know, nine to five, you got to climb the ladder. You know, kind of the way everybody else does. But yeah, well, everything's relative because I'm cash poor right now. So. It's all, it is all relative. Uh, I'm pretty cash poor myself at the moment. Um, which, you know, for everybody listening that doesn't know, we get, we're not <clears throat> poor. We're just cash poor. Correct. And also, you know, here's another fucking valuable lesson I took out of this. Or not, like, I'm also being aware of like what I'm doing. Um, granted, it's not completely like right our close personal friend didn't i mention that dylan has a has a ski pass that i've been using yeah yep well when i turned 21 and got a new id i gave him my fucking license so <laughs> i mean i think it's all relative that was illegal this is i guess less oh, you illegal. you mean you mean it's not right in the sense that you're gaming the system right like like i i am this year is different. You, they're more concerned about you having your mask over your dude. I'm saying this stuff. Like I want to, I want to try to validate what I'm doing because so I'm using Dylan's pass to ski. So it's not like I'm just fucking paying, you know, like, yes, I'm skiing, but whatever, but I'm not like, he's not skiing those days. So it's not like they're losing out any money. It's just, he already paid for the pass. I'm using his pass. I am him <laughs> for the day. Granted, it's illegal. So, so I mean, does the pass? The pass has this picture on it, obviously, yeah. right? But you've got a mask covering half your face, so they, you, they're, just not they're even more looking. like I said. They're like they don't even want to see your face, right? So they don't, you know. But I get that it's also not like whatever. But I'm just yes, I'm skiing a lot, but it's not like I'm fucking Ben. I don't think you need to rationalize that. I mean, what, think about. Think well, about, it's like, dude. I mean, so, like, it's a, it's an arrestable offense. It like says it on the fucking pass. Yeah, cool. Well, let's see you do it then. Let's, you know, let's see see him arrest. Yeah, you. fuck it. I'll get arrested. That'll be no. I don't want to. That'd be great content, but I don't want to get arrested. Recording well, live. Keep, but you know what? That's why I just comply. <laughs> I fucking keep my mask up. You know what I mean? I, no one ever says anything. I fucking point to my pocket where my fucking ski passes they fucking scan it it rings i go through yeah i mean your your middle name's brown anyways you know yeah cool. benjamin brown and I, some of my friends call me dylan so <laughs> sometimes dylan. i go by dylan <laughs> you know dylan i know my birthday benjamin? i know my fucking street address i know all <laughs> the information that you need to know astrological sign um same as fucking my dad libra bitch nice <laughs> that was how i used to get like back in the day when i worked at the liquor store that's all i used to get yeah, i mean not that i ever dealt with a ton of people with fake ids but that's how i'd get them yeah what's your uh, what's your sign 
because obviously you can just remember everything on the ID. That's not that hard, but you know, it, people may not know astrology, but almost, I'm sure everybody knows their sign. Aaron, that's next level right there. I learned that from somebody. I can't take credit from it. Somebody, somebody taught me that trick. And I was like, but to watch somebody and be like, you know, their birthdays, whatever, July 4th, you know, which is cancer and be like, what's your sign? And they're like, uh, and it's like, all right, get the fuck out. Like, because <laughs> everybody knows their sign, even if they don't know any of the other ones. See, I mean, there's two, there's two avenues to that too. You know, obviously loyalty liquors is our main sponsor. Yeah. Right. It's like, dude, drink responsibly, please. Yeah. Um, we, I guess, you know, we didn't fucking, we had the little black light thing. We didn't fuck around, but I don't think many youngins ever, I, like, I don't ever, I didn't ever have to like, I never had an underager come in. I got caught in a day. sting one time. Really? Yep. I had, uh, they had, uh, did you fail or pass? No. So two different times that the, they would run. So in, at least in Connecticut, they tend to run stings on like holiday weekends, right? Cause typically the stores are busy. You get careless. You're not paying as much attention. It's also easier to do the sting because as part of the sting, what they do is they send in the underage kid and there will be somebody else in the store. Who's part of it. Who's watching the whole transaction so that they can verify that you actually sold or didn't sell to an underage kid. So let's say that, you know, they send a 15 year old kid in and he steals a bottle of wine and walks out and they're like, Hey, he sold it to me. You know, this way they can prove that you actually sold it. And you know, there was no funny business going on. So the first time it happened was when we had our store in West Hartford, this kid walks in and he looked like he was 11 and he walks in, he walks straight to the back. He grabs a six pack of Heineken. I don't even ring it up. I just like, you know, can I see your ID? Shows it to me, non-driver ID, 15 years old. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, buddy. And then whenever they do a sting in the paper, you know, usually the following week, they, you know, say the results and it's usually in there. So that when I knew, so the second time, the time I got caught was when we had, I was working at the store in Glastonbury. It was Memorial day weekend. It was Friday night at like five 30. So the store's packed and it's not, I mean, you've been in this, it's not a big store by any means. So, you know, I probably got six, seven people in line and six, seven people in line at that stores is 70% of the fucking store. So I'm just cranking people out the door, right? This kid walks up, probably 6'2", six, 6'3", six, full beard, you know, looked every bit 29 years old. Bottle of Svedka, I ring it up, pays me cash, give him the change, he leaves. Bring up the last few people, it goes store, store quiets down for a little bit. I look at the cameras and our cameras had, you know, we had a camera on both parking lots. The big parking lot in back, the camera like didn't quite get the whole parking lot. There was a top part of the parking lot that like almost nobody we ever parked in, but it didn't quite cover it. And I noticed that there's like a set of headlights there that are still there. And like, there's been nobody in the store for like 10 minutes at this point. So I'm like, like something's up with this. So I go open the back door and look, sure enough, Crown Vic, you know, with government plates, two minutes later, woman from liquor control guy from the police department. Uh, one of the women who was in the store when I sold to the kid and dude, they just use it as an excuse to go through everything. Right. Let me check your keg book. Do you have underage uh, statement forms? Um, like, and they just ask you for all these fucking things. And then for every single thing that you can't subsequently produce or, you know, isn't up to snuff, they just bang you an extra fine for it. And so, I think at the end of the day, we were looking at like, you know, a $3,000 fine and having to close for a day. Cause that's another way they get you. It's like the more times you do it, like there's people that have had to close for entire weeks. And, you know, my grandfather ended up just calling a lawyer and, and, you know, I think it got down to like a $500 fine and we didn't have to close or anything like that. But I was fucking, I wasn't like nervous. I was more like, like, fuck, like, I can't believe I fucking sold to an underage kid. So that was the time I got caught in the uh, in the sting, and the store had to pay five hundred bucks. Damn, dude. Well, <clears throat> I mean, shit. There's worse fines have been paid, and uh, worse worse things have been done. Oh, for see, sure. that's so. You know, that's like an. I mean, I don't know, dude. Yeah, listen, I get it. I get that you you got to try and regulate. You know, you got especially something like that. You got to 
you know, make sure you're, you're doing your due diligence and making sure people, but I mean, at the end of the day, okay, if you want to write me a ticket for, you know, selling to an underage kid, yep, I get it. Fair enough. Deserved. But then to come in and be like, I need to see your keg book, which like the keg book is anytime somebody buys a keg, they have to fill out like a, a form that's actually a sticker that you stick to the keg. So if somebody buys a keg and it ends up at an underage party and the cops show up, they can look at the keg, see who purchased it. And, you know, then they're in trouble for purchasing alcohol for a minor. So the keg book was all filled out, but like where it said, like you had to put like their driver's license number. My grandfather would, I don't know why, would just write CTDL, Connecticut driver's license. And they had a problem with that. And they wanted to find us for that. So then, you know, it's like pulling somebody over for, you know, their headlight being out and then writing them, you know, a $1,500 ticket for, you know, every other little thing that's wrong. Right, right. Yeah, dude. Well, <clears throat> down in Texas at Loyalty Liquors, it, it's in a, uh, like a gas station. So there's a gas station, convenience store, there's a Dickie's barbecue in there. Then the liquor store is next door. Um, and the cops are always hanging around. Like we're, we're yeah. very friendly with the, with the police. They would come in, you know, get food or whatever, they would always park in the parking lot. Like we, and we liked that because yeah. it's, it's great having a, a police presence right there because it keeps fucking people from doing stupid shit. Yep. Like our thing was theft, dude. I had one guy that came in and tried to fucking steal two that. different times, dude. <laughs> <clears throat> so it just bizarro. Then another time a guy was passed out in his car in the front parking lot. It was like, midday on a random fucking day the guy's asleep in his car in gear and then all of a sudden let his foot off the brake and he just oh, drove no. like 15 <laughs> miles an hour straight at the fucking those big huge cement bollards in front of the store like if we didn't yep. have him he would have driven through the fucking store he made this <laughs> wicked loud noise he wakes up fucking backs up and tear and he leaves he drives the wrong way down the drive-through. I like chase him down. I'm I'm fucking filming him. He's like, I don't know. What, he must have been fucking hammered, but he didn't buy it from us. He would never right. came in the store. So like, <clears throat> um, yeah. So I guess just weird shit like that. That's the liquor um, business, baby. It, yeah, alcohol dude. makes people do weird shit, man. Dude fuck man you ain't kidding but we used, to, we used to have this dude that came in and he would drink a liter of rumple mints a day and for anybody who doesn't know that's 100 proof peppermint schnapps and it's like it's like mint syrup basically <laughs> and this dude used to come in and he lived up the street he was a nice enough guy and he was always slurring his words though and i'm like dude fuck i'm like but he's walking fine like Cause like, that's the thing. If you sell to somebody that's already intoxicated and then they go out and kill somebody, you're partially liable for, you know, for selling to somebody who's intoxicated. Same thing as like a bar or restaurant or whatever. But he would come in every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. And so like, you kind of get used to him. Come to find out the guy had had three strokes and like the motor cortex in his brain, like just didn't work anymore. So like he was slurring his words because as like a byproduct of all these strokes, he just couldn't talk anymore. And, uh, then he ended up dying, which if you drink a liter of 100 proof pepper yeah, schnapps yeah, every day, I, probably dude, end up doing you in. I actually, it was like one of those things I like, I like couldn't even fucking, like it almost like hurt to like, you know, see, cause dude, you're selling a drug, man, straight up. Like oh, you're yeah. selling a fucking, a bad, you know, dude, there's ways to drink. You can drink expensive fucking wine that's been aged and fucking pair it well with a fucking dinner and, yep. and all this. And then there's fucking just, dude, a guy would buy 30 fucking 99, um, the little nips. shots, yep. but he bought the nips so that he could control, you know what I mean? So yeah, he quote knew, unquote. yeah, whatever. Oh, he knew how much he was drinking 30 yep. fucking shots a day, dude. That's that's an, that's a one that's uh 30s uh 1.5 liters well, i mean there for his wife too I mean, okay so he's know, drinking so, like, so he's drinking 15 so that's 750 it's about 25 ounces of alcohol a day yeah roughly, right is, so yeah you know ben, and it's like honestly, you know and it, it's dude it's like that you're in that fucking business yeah literally that's like you're you're, you're a drug dealer i'm a licensed drug dealer 
Right. And you're supposed to like, what are you supposed to say? You know, like, unfortunately it's like, in a business, that's like the best customer you got yep. repeat. You know what I mean? But it's also like, you know, where, what, you know, so like, where do you tote that line? Like, you know, it's like, dude, yep. I know how bad this is for you, but it's like, you're still like giving it to them. Well, the other aspect of it though, too, is if you don't tell it to them, somebody else is going uh, to. Exactly. You know, exactly. there's, there's no, it, it's such a weird. So the first, the first distributor I worked for, back in the day when I was like 22, uh, you know, we sold, you know, we had some good products, but the accounts that I had were not like good accounts. And we sold a lot of cheap products. I sold Dubra and Majorska and Bukov and Burnett's and, you know, all that bullshit. And it legitimately started to like wear on my conscience when like I'd go into an account in East Hartford and the guy would be buying three cases of duper pints a week for one guy or two guys. And then to come in the next week and him be like, I don't need any duper this week. And I'm like, you don't like what happened? And he's like, you know, my duper guy died. And it's like, so here's a guy who, you know, was drinking my product exclusively because it was fucking dirt cheap. And then he dies. And it's like, that shit gets to you because it's like, you know, I'm not trying to kill anybody. I'm just, you know, trying to facilitate the purchase of alcohol, which they're going to get anyways. And it really got to the point where it got to me. And that's why the last two companies I work for, like, that's not a space I deal in. You know, I don't, I don't do a ton of 99 cent nips. I have a handful of brands, but nothing crazy. I don't have, you know, super cheap vodka and shit like that. And so like, you know, does it make it any better? No, because there's plenty of alcoholics who drink, you know, high end bourbon and shit. But um, I at least feel a little bit better that like, I'm not facilitating somebody's everyday fucking habit that, you know, is going to end up putting them in the dirt. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, dude. Yeah, fuck, man. That's fucking the life we live or like the world we live in. You know, it's like it's so uh, weird. It's so weird that like, you know, there's somebody out there that's in a more, you know, like, you know, it's like, think about now you want to talk about that. It's like, think about the guy who's fucking selling fucking, you know, Percocets and fucking Oxycontins to the fucking to the yeah. doctor's office that's getting right. fucking you know, you know, there's any avenue you take. It's like, oh, you're in medical sales. It's like, great. So you fucking right. are a proponent of the fucking opiate opiate crisis. Right. Oh, you're a booze salesman. Great. You're a proponent to alcoholism. Oh, you sell fucking medical marijuana. Well, I guess nobody's dying from weed, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, um, what, you know, whatever fucking, I mean, dude, um, look at the meat sale you know it's like a fucking pork salesman sure. it's like you know same shit dude you're you're, you're factoring into the obesity or, or, or you know anything dude and yeah. that's just it dude it's like the guy who owns all the fucking taco bells probably ain't fucking eating taco bell you know it's like but he has you know an entire fucking demographic you know it's like i don't mind fucking taco bell i've had taco bell it's like but whatever it's like um you got a whole fucking list of people that you know or chick-fil-a like look at the fucking yeah. chick-fil-a guy it's like you think fucking chick-fil-a is closed on fucking sunday for religious reasons no it's closed on sundays because so many fucking people are fucking addicted to chick-fil-a and then they go one day without it that they guarantee go on monday and now you know it's like you fucking have the greatest fucking chain of fucking it's know. dude chick-fil-a is crazy we have two i have one in north haven and one in wallingford that i drive by on mondays for work there's never a time that those drive-thrus are not full and and they're the most efficient people going yep you know maybe with the extra cold they're 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 not out there like but usually got fucking you know a line of people out there with their ipads like yep they're getting that line fucking lickety split fucking through and uh yeah dude it's like it's a movement and it's yeah. like what is it you know it's fucking junk food dude i, t I saw a statistic the other day that 75 percent of americans are dehydrated isn't that crazy 75 percent 
dehydrated. I'm going to have some water right now. Yeah, I've been up for three hours. I've already had a liter and a half of water. You know, I'm up to 100, between 100 and 128 ounces a day, you know, and like, I get it. It'd be a pain. It's 75% of Americans. Yeah, well, that, that brings me to my other, that brings me to my other million point. When I started going down my health, my health avenue, you know, back in 2015, I started to think like, obviously I've always drank a ton of water, but I started drinking even more. Right. And basically I came to this realization that the modern day, well, like, I don't know, hopefully with like maybe kids being home or, or whatever, but just say like the modern day student is probably waking up in the morning eating or having some breakfast, maybe having some juice, some orange juice, apple juice, something like that. Then they're going to school. I remember when we were in school, like at snack, we got a milk. Yep. And at lunch, you got another milk, Yep. you know? So then after, you know, maybe hopefully you stop at the drinking fountain, you know, but maybe some kids don't even stop at the Mm -hmm. drinking fountain. Then they're getting home and maybe having, you know, soda or like literally. And it's like, not one time during the day is a kid having water. Yep. Our bodies are made up of 70% water and you yep. don't give it that. It's not healthy. It's going to cause fucking, you know, oh, now the the kids aren't focused. Well, maybe I wonder if hydration would have anything to do with it. Mm. You know, it's like, but no, now we pop on a fucking pill and, and yep. this and that. And it's just like, so. Um, it's a good point. It's a good what, point. I said, that's a good point. I never, never, ever thought about it. Like through, you know, my, my childhood and and into high school and like in high school, obviously you had, I don't know about Rockville, but like, you know, we had, um, you know, we had different, you know, you had a different hydration options if you want to call it that in high school. Yeah, there were like, soda you, machines, soda, Gatorade, machine, right, Gatorade. Right, right, right. Um, um, but I never drank what I, uh, other than probably sports hockey practice you probably yeah, exactly. had water sports was, bench. and you know i guess the good thing in high school is you have hockey every day so you know you you're drinking water every day but yeah growing up i don't think i was ever drinking water I, I mean i could be wrong my parents you know didn't give us a ton of junk food and shit when we were kids but um i don't recall sitting there just drinking a ton of water so yeah no that's a good point man it's dude point. and then and then it's like geez dude what's the what's what's one of the biggest what is one of the biggest crit- critical things that a kid has to deal with in fucking high school? Mm. What's the one thing that everybody could fucking see? Acne. Acne. Yep. Well, guess what, dude? You know where acne starts? Water. It's yep. literally. You want to clear your fucking skin up, go fucking start drinking water, and you're not going to have a fucking zit anywhere going. And you know what's funny, too, about that is, like, nobody tells you that when you're in high school. They don't say drink no. more water. They say buy this, you know, specialized yeah. chemical treatment for your face and buy this. It's it's of course, specifically Aaron. formulated for your skin type and blah, blah, Dude, blah. Dude, it's fucking designed. If that doesn't – if we don't – if that's not explaining to you the designed fucking system, like, I just explained to you the design system. Let's fucking not give any kids water and then they're all going to get acne and then every single one of them will get fucking, what is that thing called? Proactive. Uh, proactive. Never had it. Always had great skin. <laughs> <laughs> Drank water. Oh, you know what's funny about that is I was watching the Blues game last night and uh, and an advertisement for proactive came on the game and I was like, proactive? Like, fuck, I forgot that shit even existed. So it's funny. Well, now there's that. a million different things. Well, or right, maybe... Right, right. Maybe it came back. Remember how, like, the hair loss thing? It used to be only, like, Rogaine. Yeah. And then the, whoever got the – who weren't – you explained that to me. Yeah, well, so the um, – The medical pad. The oh, well, the over-the-counter, the prescription one – I mean, I'm sorry, not the over-the-counter. The prescription one you had to get was Propecia. But Propecia along with, like, Viagra and Cialis okay. and a bunch yeah, of other medications had their patents – you know, their patents expired and, uh, you know, they, they basically opened up these products to, you know, competition. So now they're cheaper and there's more options that all do the same thing. Like I, I've said on this podcast, I use hymns for my hair, my hairline, and it's the same exact chemical formula that was in Propecia, except it's now I can buy it through hymns and it's much cheaper now. What about keeps? 
I saw an ad for Keeps. Yeah, it's the same thing. Or wait, maybe I use Keeps. I don't know which one I use. I don't know. They just send me the fucking pills every three months. And I don't even know if they're fucking working, but, you know, I, knock on wood, I can't lose my hair. This podcast would be over if I lost my hair. Here's here's the deal. If you go bald, the Rolex deals off. <laughs> like, yo, I'll go spend $5,000 to get hair plugs <laughs> just so I can get a watch for cheaper than that. Oh, oh shit. All right, let's uh, let's bring this one home. We've been, we've been chatting. This one, this one's been all over the place, but it's been fun. Um, uh, subscribe, rate, review. Um, we're going to have some YouTube content coming in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to start, um, putting the full episodes on YouTube for, you know, I, I guess there's some, well, actually content. you mentioned we had, we have a, uh, you're like, we need an intern or, um, a producer. producer. We're kind of getting an intern, right? Yeah. We're kind of getting an intern. We kind of, I had some ideas about producers, but you and I can, can chat offline about that. But anyway, so we'll, we'll, in the next couple of weeks, we'll have the episode, the full episodes with video up on YouTube. Um, <laughs> so I'm sure some of them are actually probably pretty funny to go back and watch, but um, so, uh, you know, we'll keep you guys updated on that. I'm sure I'll have to do a subscribe and like, and whatever the fuck else for YouTube. Um, check out the Patreon page, the link is in our bio on Instagram at Sunday conversation. I have been without Instagram for a week other than, uh, yeah, I logged, I'm going I, on. What are we now? Um, you're like a uh, three weeks now, I think. I don't know. I did lo I went on, on my computer that day that I lost well, my phone. That was for a specific reason. Um, but I also just went on to check, but either way it's, it's, uh, it's helped me. I logged in. Now, the other now day. I got to, just so yeah. that I could remind people that New Haven is the pizza capital of the world uh, or the country from our uh, tweet from our close personal friend, Dave. Portnoy, yeah, Dave and then Portnoy. I deleted the app again. Um, yeah, man. Well, I guess uh, we just keep on keeping on and uh, stay safe. Drink water. Drink all the water in the world. Drink as much water as you possibly can. Yeah, you should. At least a gallon a day, 128 ounces. It's not that hard. If you start in the morning, get a liter in before you even leave the house. It's a good start. Love you. Love you.